This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Welcome. You are listening to Today's Living Hope. We're glad that you have stopped by. And yes, we are on from 1 to 3 today and two other stations this afternoon from 4 to 6. I really need to get right into it today because I have a lot of things I want to tell you. And we have some special guests from Ino and his name Outreach Counseling Center for our first hour. And then we have Rob Palazunski from 2 to 2.30. And then from 2.30 to 3, we have Dominic Zeccaroli. And I'm excited for all the time that we have and what God is doing and putting together here in Buffalo. I want to first say thank you and kudos to People's Church in Toronto for making a stand, for asking people to be allowed to come to the border, the Rainbow Bridge, and say hi and wave to the relatives. It's been over a year. It's time. It's time for this to be open. Thank you for leading the way, People's Church. And may we put more prayer behind that, for that can be open, and our borders can be open, and families can be together, and we can enjoy both countries coming together and vacations and all the things that happen because we are two countries just sandwiched between the Niagara Falls area. Also, the conference that we had this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, phenomenal, sold out. It was the Prophetic Freedom and Health Conference. You can go to Prophetic Freedom and Health.com and we're going to have up on the website all the speakers, and you will get to listen to them if you were not able to come. It was a sold-out event. We already know there's going to be more conferences uh, out about this. I'm going to be working behind the scenes and the planning with Jonathan Powell, and I tell you, some really, really good things are happening. Also, I want you to be able to go to another website, Americans frontlinedoctors.com. Dr. Simone Gold was there. Um, Just beautiful doctor. And you know, she's been uh, isolated, canceled and all kinds of things. But I tell you, the truth that she came to share with us was absolutely phenomenal. We hit the political, we hit the legal, the health, the spiritual. It was a phenomenal conference. Also, Christian Business Board this Thursday night. Christian Business Board, another FaceTime, 7 to 8 p.m. with Pastor Marty McDonald. And we're going to be talking about conquering adversity through faith. Also, you're going to hear several testimonies of business men and women and how they have actually grown their business. Why we have been through this crazy pandemic. It's just really been interesting. God is on the move and there is a movement for his honor and glory right now happening here in the Buffalo area. That's why I really believe God gave me the title of today's living hope, facing the reality of of today, matching it with scripture and what God is doing, even in these current events, because he has the answers. He has written it all down. He has written it all down. You can see our current events in the scriptures every day. Well, thanks for stopping by. And I really am going to enjoy giving you and participating in this program from one to two with um, 
In His Name Outreach Counseling Center. And I want to introduce our guests because we're going to be talking about what's the difference between duty and devotion. And I'm going to say a little bit more about that after I introduce our guests. Well, you know, Dr. Donna Potter. Yes, she is the executive director of of in his name outreach and which offers 20 she offers 20 years of biblical counseling experience and a faith-based services we are busy we're active it's really moving uh, all the people around in this studio we're all counselors and we all help people there at i know in his name outreach christian um i just said it wrong in his name outreach training Recovery and Counseling Center. That is a mouthful. She is also a consultant for Friends of Recovery, and she's uh, has a, she is an educational provider and trainer for NYS Office of Addiction Services and Support, which I have got to talk about too. The new recovery training classes that are coming up. We're going to mention that, too. Tim Bax is here today with us. He's a counselor. He is a recovery coach, a peer advocate with INO. He received his master's in mental health counseling from Niagara University. And prior to INO, he worked for 12 years as an addiction and family counselor with Renaissance Addiction Services in West Seneca, New York. And he was good, so excellent at working with adolescents and families in recovery. Tim is also a minister with the Word of Life Ministries in Niagara Falls, New York, under the leadership of Bishop Jesse Scott. And then we have Victor Bagnato, or we could say, say it the Italian way. Bagnato. Oh, Magnato. I love that. Magnato. Magnato. Magnato yeah. Victor is a, <laughs> he's a father of five. He is credentialed in alcoholism and substance as a counselor from 1990 to 2011, as well as a retired social worker. He graduated from the Community Mental Health Alcohol Counseling Program at ECC, and he's a graduate, summa Kalati Buffalo State College Social Work Program. He also founded Rise Up. Buffalo Widowed Network in 2014 after becoming a widow himself. He's active. He builds things. He is a mover and a shaker. We are so glad to have him with us uh, today. He loves Jesus. He believes in Christ-centered recovery fellowship, and he launched more things in collateral damage caused by drug epidemic and families in our communities. We're so glad to have you all with us, and it's been fun to be with you, be a counselor as well. I don't even, you know, I'm not even going to tell you what my credentials, but they're all certified, and it's all going, and we're all biblically trained, and it is a privilege to have you because we're going to talk about duty versus devotion. Hey, our listeners, you out there, are you struggling struggling the same way we have been maybe perhaps through this um, pandemic or even prior um, to its onset? Have you struggled um, with finding the energy to do something for someone you love or even for yourself? Can't get motivated, just kind of feel down? Do you procrastinate or just... Maybe sometimes you know how it is. You just want to avoid some things, right? It may be a sign that we are in the wrong mindset. 
that we're thinking the wrong thing. Something has captivated our mindset and our focus has been taken off because of the things that have happened to us and it's not been put in the right place now to now lift us out and change that mindset. Well, this show is definitely an opportunity to distinguish the mindset glitches between duty and devotion. And that's what we're talking about today. These two words have profound effects in our spiritual life. It is a little bit of difference about law and grace, but it also affects not only ourselves personally in our own spiritual life, but our personal walk. And then it also puts us in challenging relationships. So that's what we want to talk about. And our first segment, we're going to answer some questions. And I will tell you that um, Victor is stepping in for James. He was scheduled to be on and he is sick. Uh, he actually has the same thing I had about two weeks ago. And Donna, you had it. It's hard to be on the radio when you can't talk. <laughs> so, right. Victor, thank you. Thank you for coming on uh, with us. Well, thank you for having me. So, uh, Victor, what is duty itself? And how are you framing it today for us as we get started? Well, yeah, thank, like I said, thank you for having me on um, short notice. And uh, when I was told the topic, I was uh, first thing I thought about was uh, I walk my dog four times a, a day and to take her out and do her duty. I said, what am I supposed to duty, do duty? And I hadn't a clue where I was going to go, but um, anyhow, okay. it's being silly. But um duty when i think of duty i get a resentment man <laughs> i mean um my flesh doesn't even like the word mm, kind of rubs you the wrong way it's like it's like um duty is requirement obligation uh, commitments actions works and uh, um for so long i i couldn't measure up to any of that stuff so uh it came it became uh adversaries those words those words were adversaries because i couldn't do the duty that i needed to do because i didn't have the power to do it you know? so when i hear duty still i cringe because hmm. uh, but duty is an obligation a performance actions things we have to fulfill and requirements to do you know? well some uh yeah it could be even under a standard of law in some way right victor Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, we're required to have a duty to uh, to follow the the laws of the land. We have duties to serve our country. Duties to. Uh, so some of it isn't all bad. No. Okay. No. No. I'm not saying duty in itself. I'm saying my personal flesh doesn't mm. like the word. I'm not saying it's a bad word. <laughs> uh, we uh, if we didn't have duty and we didn't have commitments, we would be a real mess. Uh, so. Yes. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what is our duty then as a Christian? How does it change now that we are have a different focus when we have a Holy Spirit living within us? Because that kind of changes the yeah, situation right. or the picture or even how we think about duty. Well, um, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, um, Christian duty, you know, even I, I don't even like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I really mean what I don't mean by not liking it. It's like. Um, I've lived so long of a works-oriented attempt to measure up and be something in my life, and and I know what I'm supposed to be doing and my responsibilities and my duty, and 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 um, you know I couldn't measure up to anybody. I had great moral and philosophical convictions, 
but I couldn't live up to them even though I, um, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I couldn't live up to them. So um, my uh, Christian duty, uh, you know, we have a duty to serve. We have a duty to love people. We have a duty to reach the lost. We have a duty to, to help give to our local, uh, local fam- body of Christ. We have a duty to, to uh, share the word and, and love the lost and the least. And duties to baptize people, duties to go you know, communion, duties to show up at church, duty, duty, duty. And if I'm putting that before, um, you know, faith, People always like to quote that scripture in James that says, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. You got to do, do, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about works without faith? Mm-hmm. I think what you're uh, duty what w- you're alluding to duty is that it, it, all of us want to do things for Christ, and we learn things as we first do in our Christian walk, and we we want to do those things because we're kind of instructed to do those things. I think the difference from duty as a Christian and devotion and walking that out as a Christian is it comes from our being in our relationship with Him, and that is from the intimacy of the Word that begins to transform us begins to then change us more to the likeness of Christ. Right. So it changes um, our whole mindset and thinking about duty. Mm-hmm. It changes our want to, um, to, in the passion of loving Jesus, to want to love and glorify God, to actually work those things out, to be a part of, not just because I'm told to or I'm supposed to, but because in the being of my love for Christ, it, it's a, it comes from the heart and the inter-motivation um, and inter-fellowship um, with Christ of transformation rather than just action. Right. Yes. Right. So it, important, isn't it? Yes. And uh, the, the, the piece I was uh, wanted to add to the uh, whole James, faith without works is dead. People like to, like to use that a lot. You've got to do, do, do. But works without faith works without faith is is bondage works well, trying to do yeah. this thing without the faith is bondage Go or ahead. just following just following the rules and then i think uh if i can just kick in here for a second that you know um it's when you're talking about that word christian you've got christ in there and when christ says follow me mm-hmm. the duty is for the obedience to follow him I have to be obedient, so mm. uh, I have to be obedient to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and I have to give that uh, duty, that responsibility, and then it g- allows me to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things get yeah, added unto me, and that's exciting to mm-hmm. me. Oh, that is, you know, um, when we first become Christians, we just don't know how, and somebody comes alongside us, and I was so thankful for older women to come around me, Titus too mentor instruct some classes some understanding and you start God starts feeding you and you start reading and you start putting the dots together of what it means to be a Christian what it means to have a prayer life what it means to walk in that intimacy and it does come out into devotion and commitment and we're not saying to rules and regulations or even to a denomination what we're saying is my personal relationship is I love Jesus because he first loved me isn't that wonderful? Amen. That's really that's really really good. I have another question. 
how does duty play out in our personal walk then maybe i partly answered that but victor would you like to add anything to that uh, and and please donna or tim you can hop in too if you want to add something um obligation how does how does duty play out in my personal walk well you know um when i first heard i was going to be doing this and i got up today it was like i gotta go to dcx i gotta go to dcx and do this i gotta gotta I gotta go do this. I gotta get up. And I gotta, and uh, duty says I gotta go to work. I gotta, sir. I gotta go pick this newcomer up. I gotta, gotta. But, but uh, when I'm walking in faith, it's I get to. I get to go to DCX. When I change that little focus, you know, <laughs> I get to go to work. I get to serve God. I get to serve the lost. So when I'm working in duty and performance, it's a burden, and I gotta get up. I gotta, gotta. But when I walk in faith i get to do these things uh one way i want to share real quick and i'm trying to hurry up with this is that i believe the enemy we have a, a we have a double we have a, 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 a adversary who loves to twist things in our thinking and he loves to twist the idea of duty you know i gotta stop drinking and drugging you might be sitting at home i gotta do this duty do i gotta stop I gotta be a better person. I don't measure up. I gotta be somebody in my life. I gotta, I gotta. But the truth of the matter is, I you don't gotta stop drinking and drugging. God will remove the obsession. See, I'm. I gotta stop overeating. I gotta do a food plan. I gotta do a new diet. I gotta do duty, duty. And you're falling short, and you're and then the enemy sticks your nose in it. So I got to change. I got to be a better person, you know. And um, the truth of the matter is, it's the righteousness of God in you. It's God removing my obsession for narcotics and alcohol mm -hmm. and my self-centeredness and my self-seeking. And he's changing my life and transforming me. But the enemy will manipulate your call to duty and stick your face in all the things you're falling mm -hmm. short. And the last thing I want to say is this. In him we live and move and have our being. We're human beings, not human duties. Doing, duty. Mm. We get to be human doings and we, we get dry and empty and depressed and discouraged because he didn't create us to be human doings. He created us to be human beings. In him we live and move and have our being. Be still and know that he is God and give him the new power to do what's in front of you today. Mm. Get it right. Put the faith first, then the works come. But the works first is duty without faith is bondage. Amen. Amen. Hey, we're going to step aside for our uh, endorsing sponsors. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk a lot more about duty and devotion. And you're not going to want to miss the clarification and how it changes our life forever. We'll be right back. One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one 
has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's, education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, welcome back. Love having you listening in today. And if you're just coming in for the first time and flipping those dials, this is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We talk about the reality of today, the hope of tomorrow. It's connected with scripture. It's connected with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we have a really good topic today. And I have three people from I know in his name, Outreach Counseling Center, Recovery and Training Center. I want to get all that in because that's all we are and that's what we do. And it's exciting. And what it really comes down to is we love people and we want to help them we want to meet them where they are and take them where they need to go and it's been beautiful um how god has been working through i know hey dr donna i have a question um question for you does our relationship with god as a father affect the way we look at our duty Uh, That's a big question. Right? It is. And so many of us have kind of had to deal with that as well. And, you know, it does affect it because our earthly fathers, you know, it says that all fall short of the glory Mm. of God. Right? And so when we're parenting and the duty of parenting, we all fall short. We think that, you know, God can fall short too in our families (laughs) and our finite understanding. And, you know, for him... If we do something for him, then 
it gives us the strength to do the duty. In Psalm 68, 5, it says that God is the father to the fatherless, mm-hmm. right? And that, like, changes everything. In a conversation yesterday uh, with a client, he was talking about how his relationship with his father falls so short. And it's like, okay, so you need to get past that. You need to look up and set your affection on things above, and God will meet you in that place. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because we're graduating a Healy Journey class this coming Wednesday night, and one of the things those gals have learned is I didn't realize it, but my Heavenly Father had been there all the time for me. But what I had missed is I didn't realize that he was in his great love because I didn't have the relationship I needed with my earthly father. So just digging in the scriptures and understanding God and looking at some things brought them around to just part of the healing through the love of God through the Holy Spirit. And even some came to know Jesus for the first time. This is such a principle that is very has caused a lot of damage in people's lives because it does make a difference and it's because we don't know him right and so you know in in the ability to try to as we were talking uh, on that break you and i about the trusting and obeying you know uh that that brings obedience into the picture and duty presents purpose and when we look uh, up Exodus 9:16, God says, I've raised you for mm. this purpose. And so when we find that purpose, it allows us to step into that relationship in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. So we might start with duty to begin with, to build the structure, but then slowly start to change it over to devotion. And devotion and that obedience, and you really lies even more the maturity of Christ and how he is with you and he's giving you that per- that purpose and passion and your identity isn't in what you have not had or how you've been wounded but your identity is in the personal relationship with Jesus Christ boy you can't take that love away he says it's sealed right right from the time we receive him such a release don't you think that's such a release of freedom from bondage right there There is, and, you know, there's a mindset that runs across our relationships when we contemplate that word duty also. You know, there's duty equals submission, and self-sufficiency does not like to bow to submission, Mm. particularly in relationship. I know for myself that was probably the largest obstacle that I had to come across, and laying down one's life for another you know, it contradicts the selfisms in us. And Victor's uh, working on writing a book about the selfisms. So I can't wait till that comes out. But laying down one life for another, you know, without duty on the battlefield, mm. we'd never have victory. Right? We'd never have victory without that duty. So it has to start somewhere. And there's three reasons many times that people don't want to do it. And one is out of fear one is they'll do it for reward or sometimes people just do it because they want to Mm -hmm. right really interesting yes and i think it brings us around to allowing god or the person of personal relationship with jesus christ to have all of you just not the parts you want to give him but that he gets to be lord of life and then boy does he start pouring on the blessings and understanding and the maturity and the resources and the healing and uh, it just takes one step forward to 
accept him as a personal savior and then be willing to take that first step and then he takes and reveals all the rest so it's that trust wow i'm i'm so thankful i struggled for years but so thankful all of us in this room we've had a point in time where we've had to say god you've got to get a hold of me for all of me and you get to be in control of that and it's Boy, I've never regretted that. I'm sure any anybody else say, oh, gee, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, Donna, what are some of the negatives or positives points um, through this as you talk about this in, re- in relationship? Um, well, you know, some of those uh, negatives can be, as uh, was brought out earlier, about, you know, having to do something and getting to do something. You know, if if I have to clean the toilets, I can remember when I used to work at Wendy's. And, uh, you know, as a manager, when somebody else wouldn't do something, you had to do it. Mm -hmm. And going in and having to clean toilets was not my favorite thing. I had to do it, though. But when I do it for God, I don't care where I go now. I can wipe a toilet without a problem because I get to do it. I get to do it for him. I get to uh, honor him with every single thing that I do. And it's always a conscious thought about w- what will I do in the next second for him? How can I glorify him in whatever it is mm-hmm. that I do? That's, That's pretty submission. interesting. Yes. That's servanthood. That creates fellowship. Mm-hmm. That creates belonging. Wholeness. For sure. Health. Health. Mm-hmm. Mind, body, and soul. Because that's how he made us. So that's how the spirit operates in and through us from the inside out. Isn't that beautiful? It's just really, really good. So we really have to wrestle and contemplate the difference between duty and devotion. Mm-hmm. And then we talked a little bit about grace and, um, and law. And I think, uh, I think a Romans 6, may I continue in sin? Heaven forbid. We're talking about how God takes away those things for us in that wholeness. It's just absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Hey, I think I'm going to take a break, Solomon, right now. Um, Kind of unusual, but I want to take it because I really want to have time to talk about the next segment and a good length of time. So we're going to step aside. Hey, we're going to continue this discussion, and you're going to want to hear the rest of what it means. What is the difference between duty and devotion with my three guests from Ino? We'll be right back. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes, and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients 
and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's Today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. I want you to remind you to go to that Prophetic um, Freedom and Health Conference, propheticfreedomandhealth.com to listen to those um, speakers that we had this week. Also, Victor wanted me to mention about the Collateral Hope Recovery. It meets every Wednesday night at 2784 Seneca. Coffee and uh, snacks at 5.30, and then program Bible study and open mic 6 to 7.30. And you've been having 20, 25, 30, even more people who are struggling and working through the victory of alcohol and a drug addiction. So uh, we're, welcome back We to our duty and devotion segment with I Know. And Tim, I have a question for you. What does devotion mean to you personally and then as a counselor in the context of, of the topic today that we're talking about? Well, well devotion is more about, uh, it's all about commitment. It's all mm-hmm. about dedication. It's all about uh, being enthusiastic, having a desire to do something. It's, it's an internal thing. I like the phrase all in. It's when we're all in. I'm all in. Uh, that's you great. Know? I love that. And uh, my experience is either, for me, either I was all in or I was all out. There was, there was no in between. And uh, devotion, like I say, I, I really believe that uh, God wants to do an inside job in us. He mm-hmm. wants to change the way we think. He wants to change our attitude, our mindset, that we're not conformed to this world, but transformed by the re- renewing of our mind, that we're renewed in the spirit of the inner man. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the work starts, in our spirit, the working out of, mm-hmm. of, of the new creation into our soul our mind, will, and emotions, and ultimately our decision-making and our behaviors. Mm-hmm. I think I call it the Holy Spirit DNA renewal. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it is. It's a transformation. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, we are, we are new creations once we accept Christ because we're born of, of imperishable mm-hmm. seed, but the manifestation of that new creation is a work, is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And that's where the devotion comes as we... We make a choice to to surrender. We make a choice. Yeah. We don't just submit. Uh, duty is about submission. Uh, you know, I bow to this, but I really don't want to. I'm really not in it. Whereas surrender is is a hard thing. I give up. 
you know. So it's a choice, though. It's a choice. It's, it's always at the crossroads of life. We have choices to make, and we either go God's way or we can go our own, our own way. You right. said you were all out or all in. Right. Um, I was all out, all in, but then I tried to straddle. Oh, yeah, that in hurts. between that hurts. That hurts. Uh, you know, if you're saying I mm, that doesn't work. <laughs> yes, it causes a lot of pain. So oh. it's better to be all in. We can say ouch right. to that if we've experienced that. Good explanation. Yeah, because you know, That's you great. know, Paul talks about it in Romans eight where he, yes. he says that the mindset on the the flesh is death, but he says the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. So we have a choice as believers what we're gonna set our mind on. And if we set our mind on the flesh, everything's going to be obligatory, a duty. I, I have to, but and we never measure up, as Victor said, because we we're trying to, we're trying to be good, in in and of our own power. When we don't realize that we, we don't have any power. Yep. Right. The power comes uh, from from Christ Himself, from His grace. You know, he's, he tells us that in Second Corinthians, you know. Yeah, that. so we, we understand that the law and grace, there's a difference between that as well. And we also, we know the difference between religion and relationship. Yes. So what role did the law play in Scripture when it comes to duty versus devotion? We have to answer that question because so right. many are, people are living by the rules and the law. Well, it's interesting that, you know, uh, up until uh, uh, Mount Sinai, they were under grace. They were under a covenant of grace, mm-hmm. and God was just blessing them, even though they were complaining and grumbling and acting a fool. But uh, once they said to God, "You know, anything that you require of us, we can do," right? Being arrogant, you know, the pride of man, God flipped the script on them and said, "Well, here, let's see if you can do this." And that's where the Ten Commandments came from, and of course, the other six hundred some laws after that and everything about the law was thou shall not thou shall not or thou shall thou shall it was the obligation was placed upon us to be obedient to be to perform basically yes didn't we see that with the pharisees as well yeah absolutely and 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 when when christ came and the new covenant was established it changed from thou shalt not to i will yes you know he says i will be their god I will write my law in their hearts and their minds. And it's all in, uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 8. But everything is, is now, I will. I will be merciful to their transgressions and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Um, so God is doing an inside job. Before everything was external, it was all about what you look like, what you, how you performed. He even pointed this out to them uh, in Matthew 5 when he said, thou shalt not commit adultery, but then he said, even if you lust in your heart. Mm. And what he was trying to say is, a lot of times that's been preached as a condemning scripture, sure. but he was trying to say, your behavior doesn't matter, it's what's in your heart that matters. And I'm gonna come in and not only change your behavior, I'm gonna change your heart. And if I do that, then your everything else will change as a result yeah. of that. The heart of the problem is a problem with the heart. That's faith. Mm-hmm. And the change of that DNA by the Holy Spirit. Uh, I watched a little girl in the grocery store the other day, and her mom mom said, no, you cannot do that. You cannot have that. And she stomped her foot, and she says, but Mama, I want my way, and I want my way right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Early, that, that wonderful, you know, peer uh, yeah. 
of disobedience. It's already indoctrinated in us from the day we were born. So <laughs> is obedience the same as duty, Jim? I know Donna said a little bit about it, but did you want to expound on that a little bit? Yeah, I, I believe that uh, obedience uh, is the result of our, our ability to obey is the result of us having a revelation and a real acceptance of the love of Christ. Mm. Uh, because, uh, you know, it, it, Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments. And uh, you know, I've been in a church a long time and I've heard a lot of teaching about, I have to perform in order to demonstrate my love for God. When in fact, when I have a revelation of how much I'm loved by God, um, Paul mm. even said the love of God constrains me or controls me. Uh, it's the revelation of that love uh, that allows me to love because I, my love for God is reciprocal, is responsive. I don't, I don't believe in and of ourselves as much as we would like. We can, I'm going to love God, I'm going to love God because I tried to do that and I fell on my face all the time and I couldn't be obedient. But when I realized how much God loved me and how much Christ loved me, my natural, my natural supernatural response is, I love him back, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. First of all, I start loving me. Yes. Because, and then I love him back, and then I'm able to love my neighbor. Why? As I love myself. Because to the extent that I love myself, I can love someone else. It's, it's and, beautiful in the Holy Spirit. We don't have to try to reach him. Right. Through the Holy Spirit, he comes to us. Yeah. through the word through understanding through obedience and it's it's beautiful it's so transforming and it's peaceful isn't it we yeah. all want peace in our life right. we're going to step aside and take that next break because i want to be able to handle this next question and, and, and it's kind of a multiple question on how does then devotion what does it look like in various relationships between god parents boyfriend, girlfriend, or even husband and wife. So this is uh, today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. It's been an honor to have In His Name Outreach counselors and participants in our studio live. And we're going to be right back with more. Don't go away. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. 
past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes, who knows what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29:11. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. And we are talking about duty versus devotion. And I have Ino in our studio today. And I have another question, Dr. Donna. What does devotion look like? And then as we've been talking about this in the various relationships that we're involved in every day. Well, you know, um, I think about before Christ, you know, mm-hmm. scripture talks about in 1 Corinthians 16, uh, 15, I was addicted, it uses the word addicted to bad idols and wrong kinds of relationships. You know, today I'm addicted to the healthy measures of ministry to the saints and to devote oneself or to, you know, a, a being addicted in that way is to give oneself up. And so when I start to change from that duty to that devotion, it starts to come into my relationships. It becomes a desire to do, mm. right? A desire. You know, and I think of all the ways I desired other things besides him. Now I get to desire him mm-hmm. and that love. And so, you know, that relationship with God and us, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? That's devotion, to us that's a relationship that you know whoever believes in him shall not perish but the gift of everlasting life devotion to us what Mm -hmm. a relationship yeah he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us never changes our have to to a want to amen then we start talking about parent and child you know uh, it takes quality time in being present And that kind of happens in the same way that God wants us when we are devoted to him to have that presence with him, to take that quality time. And so, you know, in the scriptures, it's parent-child, it's a reciprocal. You know, her children call her blessed. 
in that parent role, uh, the child and the parent placing priority to needs. And it says that children are to honor their parents, you know. And in Acts 2.39, it says to pass on the Holy Spirit to your children, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. devotion mm-hmm. and relationship. And commitment. It's like pouring out what God has poured into us, to our children and other relationships. Right. And it's not to say that we get these all, you know, perfect uh, parenting, you know, is the opportunity of making mistakes so that we be better grandparents, right? <laughs> <laughs> it also gives us a, a, the opportunity to be humble and go back and say, I'm sorry, right? please forgive me and and actually be transformed in relationships for devotion as we're transformed. The life of transformation is from the time we receive Christ until the time we are taken home into heaven. It doesn't happen in the first six weeks or the first six months. And then it's not just transformation, it's It's restoration. restoration And reconciliation and restitution. We get the rest of our life to restore (laughs) those relationships that we've kind of mangled along the way. How can he be so patient with us? Aren't we glad? Oh my gosh, praise God. And so, you know, when it comes to boyfriend, girlfriend, engaged, maybe even prior to marriage, um, that devotion, mm. that sign of devotion is protection. Think about the story of Joseph and Mary. He protected her, mm-hmm. even though they weren't husband and wife at that point. They were engaged, right? And uh, they both believed God. Amen. And then scripture in Romans twelve ten says that we're to love each other with genuine affection and to take delight in honoring each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's devotion. And then of course husband wife, where we take selfish to selfless. And the devotion, what does that look mm. like? Well, we've got to go over to Proverbs thirty one. Right? Um, it says it calls the husband to trust her, Pfft. right? Mm-hmm. What husband wants to give up trust, right? That, that's a big step in becoming selfless. Uh, he praises her. That's devotion, affection, and attentiveness. It says that his banner over her is love. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's to love her as Christ loved the church. Amen. And then we talk about her. She values him. Mm. She does him good, it says. Wow. He, use, he uses her talents for him. She makes her husband known, it says. Can you imagine? To make your husband known. To treat with dignity and respect. Kind and wise. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It says that she searches him out. Right? And gives of herself in all ways in the Song of Solomon. Of all ways. That's a marriage conference right there. Right? You know what I'm saying? That could transform a marriage like that if we just applied those things. Tim, did you want to say something? I was just going to say, it sounds like my wife, and I'm so blessed. Thank you. For oh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Thank you for mm, sharing mm. that. Amen. Yeah. It's yeah. being fully in. Yeah, all yes. In. All in. Yes. I was, 
yeah, I was apologizing to my husband the other day. I said, do you realize, I know we serve Christ together, but I feel like sometimes, wow, you've given up so much to follow me in ministry. When he said in our vows that he was going to love me as Christ loved the church, I don't think he had any idea what he was going right? to do. Right, and it like takes a big man. God, and it takes a secure man in God. Yeah. To come underneath yes. somebody in ministry, but, you know, a and, in ministry. Yeah. And when you're talking just the, the, the words that you were used it's just serving one another in love Mm -hmm. whether it's serving our children or children learning to serve others or that makes a family a home that puts the mortar in between the bricks from a house to a home that devotion from the holy spirit and so that's why we have to understand the difference isn't it cool it's really a blessing it's Awesome. awesome And you know what? If you're listening out there and you've had some difficulties in this area, um, Donna, what type of counseling do we do? We do marital counseling. Tell us more. We do. We do premarital in case you need to understand what that relationship should look like Mm -hmm. so that you can aim towards it. Uh, We do individual. Maybe you're having trouble with a spouse and just not loving them the way that you might want to do that. Um, We do groups. We do when when there's idols in place of the relationship that God gave you uh, the opportunity to be in. You know, we hit those things as well. And everything is in the Bible. So that just means we've got it all. That's right. And and we do family counseling, individual counseling, recovery counseling, addictive counseling. We do healing journey. uh, And every once in a while, we just throw in a good Bible study or something, you know, but we're here to serve because God has changed us. Amen. And that duty and that devotion. Tell us about the um, recovery coach training that's coming up. We have about four minutes left, and I really want to have you explain that because this is important. And... um, Tim or Donna, would you either one like or both of you to just say a few things about, because it's coming up here July um, pretty quickly. It is, and it's the last one of the summer. So Recovery Coach and Peer Training, it starts on July 12th through the 23rd, and it's held Monday through Friday from 6 to 9. Um, You know, and at this point, we have ethics that will follow from the 26th to the 30th. And UB Workforce Development has limited women's scholarships uh, still available at this time. So now's the time to call. Mm. Okay. Who do we call and who do we contact? You can call the I know office at, uh, four, six, four, three, six, eight, one. And you can ask for me, uh, Tim, and we can give you more information on registering, whether it's, uh, uh, if you want some information about the UB program, we can give that to you. If you want to register yourself, we can uh, provide you with the details of how you go about doing that. The trainings are on Zoom uh, for three weeks. So mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, 6 through 9, and it starts July the 12th, and it will end July the 23rd. And we really need more recovery coaches, and they need to be trained, and this training is phenomenal. It yes, is. it is. Okay. It is. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Donna. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Victor, for being on. We've learned so much more about duty and devotion. Now, our listeners out there, and we as ourselves, we need to walk this out in everyday life. Can you just pray for relationships real quick? Absolutely. Father, I am so thankful that we can call upon you, that you are the Father. You are the creator of marriage and commitment and what all that means. Lord, I pray whoever is within our listening Mm -hmm. audience, 
that you will gird them up. You will help them. You will help them come for support if they need it. Most of all, through the Holy Spirit, would you guide them, direct them, have them get into a church, have them to open up the Word of God, have them surrender to a personal relationship with Christ or to the Lordship of Christ. Lord, you are the power. You are the strength. You are the know-how. Without you, we are nothing. We have nothing, and we will not be able to have good relationships outside the home inside the home with children or anyone else lord you are the great creator thank you for the glory of god and would you answer our prayers today and meet people where they are and take them where you want them to go. Mm. We pray these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thank you so much. We're at the top of the hour. Today's Living Hope will be right back. One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, Our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back to Today's Living Hope. And you know that this is time to have Rob Palazunski on our program again from ATP Ministry, which I want to say right from the front, you have got to go online and you need to sign up for this newsletter and what all Rob is about. So you can go to atpministry.com. Welcome back, Rob. And I know you have a lot to share with us because there's a lot going on again oh my oh my is there a lot going on it it gets uh, 
updated and reworked every time you know oh, i'm going to talk about this oh but i got to put talk about this and then i got to add that and it's just yeah it's overwhelming it, it is overwhelming and i know sometimes what the things that we're going to talk about today actually they may not have heard of too much because we have our emphasis on other things because they direct us kind of like they decoy us over in one direction to actually accomplish another thing so help us uh, today for what you have for us okay i'm going to try and put a Put the whole thing in context, and that's that's a bigger task than I think that we can finish in, in one half hour here. But I, I do want to get a, a, a start at that. I mean, there is a historical and a spiritual context to everything that's going on here. You know, right now we, we're living in a time in history, the first time in history, when there's being a, an actual attempt to establish global control. I mean, we had people dreaming about it before, Hitler, Lenin, Maybe Genghis Khan. I'm I'm not sure, but this is the first time that there's a real opportunity. So this is this is bigger than the Roman Empire or, or the Mongols or Alexander's Empire. They're using something called the Great Reset uh, to set up uh, technocratic control of everything. And and you know, like for instance, the everything going on with the with the virus and the vaccines. These are just tools. They're, they're tools of control toward moving this. It, 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 it's actually a small scale, although it's been used as a humongous scale in fear and the biggest thing that's ever happened to us that's going, you know, could kill us and everything else. And yet this reset is really a, a major global takeover, which includes the United States. Right. It, it, it's going all the way across the board. And, and it has a... Well, we, we know that it does work at some point in history because the Bible mm-hmm. tells us so. But but when we're looking at this, this actually has a realistic chance of working in, in the human, if, if you look at it. And all of this, we have to remember, is controlled by the dark side, by demonic forces. This is not men just putting this together. The, they are plugged in to the satanic. They are, and and I've didn't I don't want to open the can of worms, but it's it's tied into child trafficking and and, and remote viewing and drug running. I mean, it's and up in the at the highest levels in ways that that I'm not prepared to talk about today and maybe in the future uh, when I don't value my life so much. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we hear we see glimpses of this on the news and sure. certain things that come out, but the full impact and what it means globally, um, they're not allowing us to connect the dots on the top but underneath we it's moving pretty fast yeah you you, you can see a lot of the a lot of that reality out there now the, there's a, a point to all of this and that point is that they're looking for ideological uniformity like kind of in the old soviet union or 1984 where everybody thinks the same they're constructing a new reality so in order to construct construct a new reality and i'll explain that a little bit they have to destroy the old reality. They have to destroy the culture that exists. And the history. And the history. The history and culture, it's all connected. And part of this is the way that they've been working to destroy the nation's morals. I mean, look at the moral slide that has happened. I mean, the, the explosion of the pornography industry in, in, in the last 30 years or so. And we know this is true, and we know that it's a plan because Russian defectors have been coming over since uh, the 70s and the 80s and in the 90s. And, and they've been saying, here, you know, yeah, the Soviet Union fell. But Russia is still working to do this, and part of this is to destroy those morals here. And, and you know, when we, when we push back and we say we've got the truth, the truth has nothing to do with this. 
I mean, we're you and I and others, the you know frontline doctors, and and so many are out there. We're talking the truth in various areas, and it doesn't matter. It's hitting. It hits a brick wall with so many people. If you look at Isaiah 5, 20 to 21, this is what is going on in our culture right now. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. The flip there. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. So we're in a situation where facts are irrelevant. They're, they're feeding us the opposite. They feed us lies. And, and from their view, we must conform. I mean, gender fluidity. You, can, you can't even tell what, what a baby is at birth. You've got to wait and have a, a gender reveal party, you know, a year later. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, abortion is virtuous. The nuclear family is dangerous to society and probably racist, too, in some way, because everything's racist. All white people are racist and privileged. You know, I would... Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, yes. I can give my story, but I'm not going I to. I think the word that they're using in the media is reimagine. 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 They're trying, they're resetting our minds and our thoughts by reimagination on where they want us to go. Like now, they, how well. they cushion that with what they say in the administration, how we really have unity, really we have this, but underneath, if their mouth isn't matching their feet, you know something opposite right. is going on. Absolutely. It's cl- If you pay attention... It it, it kind of gives us the right answer and the real truth. Yeah, I mean, if you start digging down, you know, yes. despite the studies of what happens with RNA vaccines, despite the, the skyrocketing deaths that are reported to the CDC, they're telling us these vaccines are, are good for us. And if you don't conform in any of these ways, you are ir- irrelevant and dangerous. And you're going to be seen as such. I mean, that's that's what the, that they've set up for this. Um, if you stand up, Against these absurdities, you're going to be labeled a far-right extremist, racist, terrorist. And there was uh, an interesting fact that I saw. And this kind of uh, shows a good example of what's going on here. The explosion in uh, identification as LGBT uh, among the generations. If people born before 1946, about 1.3% identified as something other than heterosexual. Baby boomers, 2%. Generation Z, which is born from 97 to about 2010 in that area, 16%. 16%, one in six people, one in six people identify from that generation. And, and it's, it's all due to the, the, the propaganda. And, and I've written about this in my first book that Maybe it was my second book. Well, one of my books <laughs> about how this was all planned. The whole LGBT thing, the, the whole gay rights thing was a planned agenda to, to attack and take down the morals of the country. And then we saw less people coming to church. We saw less people coming to know Jesus. So we did that generational trend change when church is not so popular. And we even see the decline now up to 40 seven percent that's all connected to these percentages absolutely as and, and, you know plus plus the whole jesus light movement yes. i i I'll, sure i'll take him as my uh, you know, my savior but uh, not as my lord i mean that's yeah. the shorthand there we could go down mm-hmm. that road too and so what we've got to understand is that all of this is a plot it it, it is a conspiracy i mean it, it really is a conspiracy 
we are living through the run-up to the to the culmination of the of the great cosmic rebellion that began with with Satan, or at that time Lucifer, in in the heavens. So that means we're on the doorstep of the end times, and and that's not crazy talk anymore because there are you, you can just you can confirm it from so many different threads of prophecy. Even even non-believers are starting to see something's really awry, something's really different, and it's making them wonder and ask questions. Yes, and and that is good. That, that is a good thing because, you know, shine the light, bring more people in. You've got a convergence of, of prophetic trends here. You know, you've got food shortages, which are engineered. I mean, you have, you know, you've got California, they're in a big drought and they're dumping water out of their reservoirs to protect some fish. I mean, what, what, where's the thinking in this? It's all about control of, of the food supply. You've got this whole alien uh, disclosure thing coming in, you know, panspermia. They are our creators. They, you know, and that's an attempt to destroy the basis of, of Christianity and biblical truth. Oh, and by the way, I just read your newsletter that just came out, and that uh, explains some of this more with the UFOs and things like you're talking about it. So you can go to atpministry.com and look up that newsletter and get even more information and detail that has been verified. That's what I like about what you do, Rob. Your integrity is intact because you. you do the research and you verify before you ever put this out. Uh, and that gives us credibility, but it gives us true truth to be grasped and understood um, to know what to do then as Christians. Yes. It's I'm so, so important. So go to that atpministry.com website and look at these newsletters every week. They're well-researched, well-founded, and well-verified. And you'll, get, and you'll get the sources there, too. I mean, I, Oh, yes, yeah. you list all of them so they can do their own research yeah, to I mean, make it's, sure. It's like I'm, it's, I didn't get this from talking to Joe on the corner. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you know. you're an open book when it comes to that for the reality of integrity. Thank you. You know, when it comes to that UFO stuff, you know, the Vatican is even buying into it. It's amazing. You know, they're, they're saying, yeah, you know, we might even have to change the gospel a little bit, if, depending what the aliens tell us. So all of this, if you look at this, this is a satanic deception. You know, whatever they're going to reveal now, I don't know. But as, as this stuff comes out, I believe it's going to come out over time. It, it's a satanic deception. Even secular researchers have noted that people who have these stories talk about how these aliens, these space aliens, flee at the mention of the name of Jesus if it comes from a true Christian. Wow, this is just amazing. Who would have ever thought? We know we're living in an age like this, and yet it's the most great opportunity to share gospel to exercise our faith put us on our knees and actually have to dig into our extra depth and breadth of what our christianity is about yes. we really have to get serious this isn't just a walk in the park it's not just on sunday morning um and everybody's fine this is the reality of life of evil versus darkness that we must pay attention to we have to it's it, that's our only hope right Right, and, that, and that's the context of the whole thing. But that I was just going to say that that's where our hope is because as we yes. as we watch the prophecies be f fulfilled, we go, God's got this. He's got the whole thing. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it, it, it. Yes, this is scary stuff in in the natural, but when you understand, oh, but I read about that here, and then you go to Revelation, and you and you, and you look at something in Isaiah, or, or and and you, you go, don't have to have that same amount of fear because yeah. you know God is in control. And he's going to take care of his own, his own children. Hey, it's time for us to step away for that short break. And when we get back, we're going to kind of make a right-hand turn and talk about something else. You're not going to want to go away. And this is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn and Rob Palazunski.
We'll be right back. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman, Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's, education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29.11 Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Welcome back. You know, we said we were going to take a right-hand turn. Where are we going now, Rob? We need to inform our um, listening audience. Well, we're back on the, on the vaccine thing. And, and, and why? Why do we need to know more? Because I'm showing the whole theme of this is how this is all connected into the plot, connected into, the, into moving us into the Great Reset into the new world order. Okay, it's another um, piece of the puzzle that we must right. understand. It's, it's another know, tool. It, yes, absolutely. So here we go, very quickly now. So we know we know certain things about these vaccines through the studies. They they can cause prion disease, which is basically mad cow disease. I mean, the research was done on the mRNA vaccines. They can also cause uh, ALS, front temporal temporal lobar lobar degeneration, Alzheimer, just lots of, lots of bad stuff. Secondly, we know about the deaths, or we can know if we dig beyond what they tell us here. There have been 6,000 deaths reported to the CDC reporting system, and yet they continue to push the vaccines. But that number is way underreported. CDC whistleblowers, and, and a couple of them at least, are telling us that 
there are probably at least 50,000 And you know death. there's going to be more. Right. So, so that's what the whistleblowers are saying. Now, here's one that, like, really slapped me in the head, and it, it sounds fantastic to begin with, like, too fantastic to believe, but vaccinated people are being tra- tracked in real time using 5G. And, and you go, oh, yeah, okay, right, that's true. Um, here's the way it works. The COVID vaccine contains nanotech, uh, complete with processors and transmitters. The nanotech collects the data, and then... Databases are kept on all of the data of COVID vaccinated people. He was actually reading off, he read stuff about his friends that had had the vaccine. And we're talking about their, your, their, your vital signs are being kept, your location, your sleep uh, condition right now. That would sound really fantastic, like out, out of the realm of possibility, except that I found a study, and I believe I talked about it maybe last time or the time before, in 20, 2016, uh, University, University of Virginia, Charlottesville, developed a substance called Magneto, an injectable substance, substance that does that very thing, it, and it can make changes to your cells via electronic manipulation. Isn't this interesting? I talked with a lady at the conference that I attended yesterday. She, she was getting her nails done, and the tech had just received the second shot and was feeling some of the ills of that. And from her, from that technician doing her nails, she was getting sick too, and it was spiking the protein from touch. Right, and they're, you're not supposed to, don't, don't go near anyone <laughs> from this, what I've heard for about three weeks after they've re- received the, this the is vaccines. A true, this is a true story. Yes, I mean, th- we, I've done the research, and, sh- and shedding is a real thing. Yes, you know, so, yes. You know. Interesting, isn't it, all this? I yeah, mean, it's and, and when it hits home, close to home like that, and you see it in, you know, in your experience, that, that drives that point home. You know, and we've had warnings of, of all of this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, back mm-hmm. I think back a few weeks ago, I, I, I talked about uh, a couple of people who had it from the spiritual uh, standpoint. There was a Greek monk, Elder Pacios, and he talked about a vaccine being developed to combat a new disease. This goes back to the 90s. And he, and he said it's going to be obligatory, and those taking it will be marked, and they won't be able to work without it. So he said this back in the, in the 90s. And then you got a French-Canadian theology professor a few years later, still in the 90s, talked about the magnetic fields contaminating bloodstreams of mankind, creating intentional infections. And we're, this is what we're seeing and right now. So, I mean, for some reason, he, he knew that. He knew that the spike proteins would do this. He said these vaccines will have liquid crystals that will be hosted in brain cells, which will become micro-receivers of electro, electromagnetic fields and that they would be able to control people and possibly even turn them into zombies. And by by the way, I was told that the CDC has a web page on their site about zombies. So (laughs) it's not like they're they're hiding this completely. So we know that this has been designed for population control and even doctors are seeing it as a truth coming true. Yeah, and, and some of them are saying, yeah, this this looks like a depopulation event. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Yeadon, a, a doctor who was the, a big wig at Pfizer. So now I want to talk about a new one that I just discovered here, a book from 1994 from the other side, 
from, from the dark side called Focus of Demons. And it talks about, I'm going to be quoting, uh, picking out little passages here. It says, at least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal rapid-acting diseases, and starvation. So it's, it's hitting all the points here. Energy, food, and water shall be kept at subsistence levels for the non-elite. It talks about targeting and especially the white populations of Western Europe and North America and Canada, and that, that they will be decimated. The United States, Western Europe, decimated, bringing down the population to 500 million. And they said that they were the population will consist mostly of Chinese and Japanese races selected, and I'm quoting here, because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. So this is, I mean, they, they reveal their plans every so often. And, and, and when you uncover them, it's like, this is Well, you even talked about stuff. that on a previous program where there's notebooks out with the protocols, and you can flip to the page and see what's going to happen next. So we yeah. know there's going to be more things coming down the pike. And in that notebook, it even tells us what's coming down the pike. Absolutely. So we're talking truth here. Uh, this is not theory. This is not the con- conspiracy without truth and verification. That's what I want our listeners to know. This is truth. And it's biblical, too. Yes, absolutely. Depopulation events are biblical. If you get to the book of Revelation, you get to Revelation 6, and that's the opening of the fourth seal. And he he says, So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was death, and Hades followed with him, and power was given over to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. And by the way, uh, commentators and scholars who have looked at the, the... phrase the beasts of the earth include viruses or you know i mean that that's that it it's connected under that umbrella here and then you go to uh, chapter nine in, in uh, the book of revelation and it tells us that the four angels bound at the great euphrates river are released to kill a third of mankind so we know that big depopulation events are coming you know, and now we're watching the architecture for these be built and, and get Isn't set this up. Amazing! I'm, I, it just really um, activates my spirit inside of hopefulness and truth. Knowing it just solidifies Genesis through Revelation is an inerrant word of God, inerrant word of God. It's truth. It's reliable. It's promises you can take to the bank, and it's real. It's just, this is reality of truth. According to scripture, for such a time as this, for us to have hope for tomorrow. I, and it looks, it sounds negative, but to me it's exciting. It is exciting. And it can be, and it can be scary. Um, I need to have my life in order. Right, and I think, and and I think we, maybe we should, at the end of the program, maybe we'll uh, take yeah. that direction. I, yeah, I, I yeah. think that and, might be a good uh, we thing. We need to be prepared to share Christ with others, absolutely. Tell us more. We have probably about four or five more minutes. Okay. So we know, if, if you know anything about what's going on in the news, we know that there's a war on cash going on uh, internationally. They want to move us into entirely electronic money. And so we know, too, from Revelation 13 that, you know, they talk about a, a cashless time when you're, you're going to need the mark of the beast. So, again, t- back to this book, Focus of Demons. Some more quotes here. There shall be no cash or coinage in the hands of the non-elite. 
All transactions will be carried out by means of a debit card, which now would be a, a, a chip, but this is writing back in the 90s, which shall bear the identification number of the holder. Any person who in any way infringes the rules and regulations of the Committee of 300, which is a rumored mm. uh, Illuminati group of, that supposedly controls things, it had British origins in the 1700s, shall have the use of his or her card suspended for varying times according to the nature and severity of the infringement. Such persons will find when they go to make purchases that their card is blacklisted and they will not be able to obtain services of any kind. You will not be able to buy or sell without this mark of the beast. So they're, they're talking about, yeah, here's how we're planning to put that into effect. And then it says attempts to trade old coins, that is to say silver coins of previous and now defunct nations shall be treated as a capital crime subject to the death penalty. All such coinage will be, quite, will be required to be surrendered within a given time along with guns, rifles, explosives, and automobiles. So they're, they're coming for our guns. They're also coming for your cars. You know, I mean that, they, and we see that in their plans. Mm -hmm. Only the elite and the one-world government high-ranking functionaries will be allowed private transport, weapons, coinage, and automobiles. So... They're talking about it. They're revealing their plans, and it lines up with Scripture. It lines up exactly with Scripture, and now we're seeing it unfold. Such good truth of reality. Who says the living word is not real for today? It's, yeah, it's just, living. It's just, that's just a lie. It's living <laughs> it, word of God. It sure is. It is the living word. Praise God. Praise God. You know, and so what we're fighting here is is not a, a physical war. In, it, in its purest sense, it is something else. Everything that we're facing is a spiritual war that is going to see its fulfillment during the tribulation. It's a cosmic war, and we are, we are, all, we are both participants in this war, and we are the objects of this war. And as an object of this war, it is Satan, the former Lucifer, the original rebel who wants your soul. But you don't have to give it to him. You don't have to give it to him. We know... Linda, and I know you know this, but we know that, that, that we are all sinners before God. We have all failed. Just think about what you did today. Think about what you thought about, what you saw, what you might have said. What you did not do that you should have done. What, what you did not do. I mean, Jesus said if you're angry, hey, hey that's murder. If you, if you lusted, that's adultery. That's where Jesus laid it down in the Sermon on the Mount. But he says... I have provided a way for you. I have provided a way for you to have your sins forgiven, to spend life with God the Father, and that is through me. If you believe that Jesus is the Christ that took your, your sins on the cross, if you surrender your life to him, he will, he will take you and save you. And maybe you could pray with us. Father, I, I admit that I am a sinner, that I have failed you many times, but I, I, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that you paid the price. And right now, I want to take you as Lord and Savior. I surrender my life to you. In Thank Jesus you, name. Rob. Thank you, Rob Palazinski, atpministry.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, 
I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's Today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back from our break. And um, Dominic Zaccaroli is with me from Total Breakthrough. And I think we have a powerful topic and it is called, What Else Do We Need? And Dominic, you're saying we need the power of prayer, don't we? we that's, really, if we can get that down, it's a great start, right? <laughs> so I was, uh, yeah, I just, as I was thinking about this show, is, um, you know, what else do you need? And um, this came to me a while back, but it's worth repeating that, you know, once we, when we get saved, and there's a lot more to this, but it's my short version. <laughs> you know, obviously Jesus uh, died for Mm. our sins and we get forgiven so that's an awesome thing right off the bat but then we get a relationship with the father god and then we get the gift of the holy spirit right so when you think about it i mean jesus is the um prince of peace uh god is mm. perfect love isn't that awesome i mean if you're out there think about that jesus is the prince of peace how many people out there right and god is love and then the Holy Spirit is there. You know, I, I always look at it in my life, you know, God's power is made perfect in our weakness that, you know, we, we get weak at times, but we need to know that God is within us, that the Holy Spirit is there. And as we talk to God, that that gets activated, you know, the Holy Spirit is activated in our lives and we could endure whatever comes our way. So the question, you know, is, is that, you know, if, um, you know, if you could uh, have the peace that surpasses all understanding and you can feel God's perfect love and you know that the holy spirit is within you to help you endure those obstacles that come our way right mm -hmm. you know what else do you need that's uh, you know uh, yes <laughs> you know when i think about the holy spirit he's kind of the activator because the time he comes in he starts changing our life because he's the discerner he gives us understanding to understand the word of god he speaks to us through the word of god and through the holy spirit to teach us, to give us understanding, to change our lives, to comfort. He's known as the comforter. So when you know the Holy Spirit is activated from the time you received him, 
it's a powerful thing then to use him and let him actually have some room there to activate and move and change things, which gives us a stronger relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, and and I as I went through my life, I it was so many times like it just seemed like it was never talked about the Holy Spirit as much as you know God and Jesus, and for me it became everything like you know if you can have peace, love, and power, right? Those are the three words, right? And and I to this morning when I got up, you know, I was thinking about that, and I was saying, you know, I was talking to the Lord about some things, you know, you know, you're having a conversation with the Lord. So I always when you hear the word prayer for me, I'm I'm really talking about having a conversation, having a talk with the Lord. Um, I did a talk with sort of like uh, walking, talking, and hanging with Jesus. Where you got you talk with Him, and I was praying this morning, and I just um, I always ask, you know, as I'm praying and talking to God, I I end up asking Jesus to give me peace through the day and God to fill me with love because I sure need it at times, and then I also um, you know asked asked to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And to me, when you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, it's just something about that that you just know that everything's going to be okay. Mm. It is the third dimension. <laughs> uh, it is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It is a person. It is to be received. It's to be activated. And the more you're in the Word, the more the Holy Spirit teaches you, reaches you, and gives you the security of that relationship i kind of hesitate to use the word feeling because sometimes um you can feel saved or unsaved that's not what the scripture says once you believed and you received christ you are lambs you know your name is written in the lamb's book of life and you have the holy spirit you're sealed with it you cannot lose it it is there we have to learn to allow him to be activated and let him be in control because you're saying the part of power and prayer and walking with him it's all also listening to him in prayer yes because we're talking about you know talking with him and uh, the greatest part about talking with somebody is that you know if you're going to talk with somebody listen to what they have to say right you just mm-hmm. it isn't all about you right <laughs> so this is about a personal it's about a personal relationship i'll probably talk a little more about jesus today but you'll see through it you you know god and and obviously um the holy spirit and i thought one of the uh, greatest examples is that when Peter, you know, I love using the uh, story of Peter, but when Peter first, you know, met Jesus, obviously there was a conversation there, and I'll tell a little uh, more of that story later, but he was fishing, and Jesus gave him a strategy. Peter used it, and then he decided to follow Jesus because it was like a miracle to him, he, but he repented before he fo- at that time, mm-hmm. and he followed him. So now you, everyone out there, we've, we've all made, we've made that decision. Hopefully you've made that decision out there, but then when you follow him, think about Peter for those years, which I think it's Jesus' three-year ministry, Peter was with him almost all the time, and he was talking to him. <laughs> he was right there talking to him for three years, and because of that conversation and because of that relationship, that personal relationship, he learned to trust and have confidence so much in Jesus that there was one time where um, he actually got out of the boat and uh, because Jesus said to come, that he uh, decided to walk on water. And uh, what I got to say about that is if Jesus tells you to come, I don't care if it's walking on water, you come. So so because if Jesus is telling you something, you're going to be able to accomplish it, right? So That's right. So it was really cool. So Peter had the relationship, and I'll share a little more about that later. But So think about that. So 
um, and I'll tell more of those stories, but he was talking, he was walking with, he was hanging with them, and we have the exact mm-hmm. same opportunity. Now, you might not see him like G- uh, Peter did, but Jesus is here um, right now, wherever you are. You need, and I'm totally blind, so I, ex- I always, you know, God is with me all the time. He's right next to me. He's, he's, he is everything. So when, you know, it's not somewhere far off in the clouds. He's right here. Mm. All you have to do is decide, hey, Lord, I need to, I need to have a conversation with you. I, need, I got some things I need to discuss with you, and here I am, I'll, and I'm ready to listen to whatever you have to say because, because we know that whatever his answer is, it's going to be the best for you, right? Absolutely. So that that's um, Peter. So when it comes to relations, so we have that exact same opportunity. So um, I know I probably shared this a little in the past, but it's worth repeating that when you start that relationship with Jesus, just like um, I like to compare it uh, to a friend, you know, you may feel awkward at first. You may feel like, uh, you know, like anything, like if you went on a, somebody went on a, a date for the first time or somebody's meeting somebody, you know, somebody you, you just anybody for the first time, somebody that you want to develop a relationship, you know, sometimes you might feel it's whatever you feel. Um, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. You get into that relationship. Like I got it when I first met Linda, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I started talking with you, right? And I had no, I, I had heard about you. I had heard a lot of you, all the great things you had done in the community. And I said, great, you know, I'm, I'm going to meet Linda Penn. And at the beginning, we don't know anything about each other. So over time, so all those relationships might feel a little awkward right in the beginning because if you were taught a lot of times in the you know religious backgrounds, you know, it might be God is distant, so it might be an awkward thing. So, okay, I'm talking to God just like I'm talking to a friend. But the more I got to know you, Linda, we, me and you could talk all day long now, right? Cause, Absolutely. Um, cause we're, <laughs> we're brother and sisters in Christ, and we have a lot to talk about. And we, gotta, we want people to know Jesus and be in relationship with him. And we have a kindred spirit because we have the same dad. Exactly. So think about God. what just, Linda just said. She was so excited about the she, she I mean, we're talking about each other. But think about how ex- have that same excitement when you're talking to Jesus because after a while what how she just expressed that that's how you're going to feel mm. talking to Jesus you're going to start talking to him it might feel awkward but before you know it it's going to be like a good friend over time you're not going to stop talking so what I do and I'm what Linda does I'm sure is that we get up in the morning we start talking and it seems like we're talking to Jesus all day long right Linda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yes and we're we're in his word and you know, we've walked with God um, for many years, yes. and we also can discover through that intimacy in the Word of God, we know when He is speaking to us because it doesn't sound like us. You know it's from the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And you also, and you cannot convince yourself to use your own logic over what He says. So that discernment comes in time, but boy, that's how powerful the Holy Spirit is through the Word and through our relationship. It's cool, isn't it? Exactly. And so what happens after that, which is, you know, so I don't want to take advantage of this, but like today I came to the radio show, my brother dropped me and Linda says, I'll take you home. Now, I didn't even ask her to take me home, but I, the point of the matter is, or I, I might have called her earlier today, but here's the thing. She says yes. Now, so when you t- call a good friend up, you know, you can be over the time, you know, if, if they can do it, you know, you got trust and confidence, you know, you got the confidence in the relationship and to know you can call somebody because you've, you've earned that over time. But think about calling someone you didn't know. So I call um, somebody up. I just dial a number. Say, hey, can you take me to the airport? <laughs> like, they're going to say, well, 
who are you? <laughs> and the bottom line is we, <laughs> the reason you have this relationship with God, so if you're going to ask God to take you somewhere, it would be good if you had this relationship with them. I mean, don't you can't just have no relationship with them and all of a sudden something happens and it's not like you can't go to them because, you know, God said nothing could separate you from his love. But the point of the matter is there are scriptures where he does say, I don't know who you are. You know, so, mm. you know, then we can't go to the point where we're, you know, if we don't spend any time with them and all of a sudden something happens and we go, God, where are you? And he's, you know, he's probably saying, well, where have you been? You know, and I, I don't mean it because God is awesome. He's grace. He's everything. But, you know, we don't want to take advantage of that relationship. We want to develop it. He's not there just because we have a need. He's there because he's he loved us so much. He set his son to die for us. So anybody that does anybody that dies for me, I, I would think that I'm going to have a lifetime relationship for them. You know, right. Mm -hmm. So. And you know, when we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have a direct line to God the Father through the Son. And that's what gives us the power in our prayer, because we have to know him personally to hear our prayer, to know our prayer, and for him to get to God. Because there has to be that relationship. If unholiness, lack of relationship is there, we do not have a direct line. Exactly. And that Holy Spirit then gives us that power. And you're saying today, what else do we need? Yes, we need the Holy Spirit, but there's that power in that prayer. So we must go to him. Yeah. And then the story of Peter of how he struggled, but then came around through prayer and his own example. Right. It's pretty cool. Well, yeah. And it's and that's there for all of us. Those. Yes, that's exactly Peter is. You know, you got to you got to walk with them when you read those stories, because I'm blind. I, I visualize everything. So I'm like, if. Jesus is hanging with Peter. He's hanging with me. You know, like I'm trying to learn from, I'm trying to learn from all those, you know, all those examples of what, what Jesus did. You know, the, another thing is that, um, you know, sometimes we, we call, we're praying to God, we're praying to God, and, he, you know, you're saying, Lord, you know, I, I really, um, I need to go here. Can you help me do this? Can you help me with this or that or whatever it is that you're, you're looking to, to do? And he, um, you know, sometimes God doesn't, you know, answer that right away. So it would be like, um, you know, you call on a friend and you say, can you take me to the airport? And they know somehow they just heard there's a terrorist at the airport. Now, would your friend drive you to the airport if you knew there was a terrorist there? So think about this. If you're asking God to take mm. you somewhere, he may delay, he may wait, he may, you know, the same thing because your friend will eventually take you there when the coast is clear. And sometimes God sees beyond what you're asking him. You may not be ready. There might be something in danger there. Mm. And you're going, well, I need it now. I need it now. No, you need it when, when God responds to you is exactly when you need it. It's not, it could be tomorrow. It could be a year from now. It could be five years from now. But just have the trust and faith in him that he'll do what's, you know, best for you. You know what? I remember that one time we were getting frustrated about an answer of prayer and I was having my devotions and I was in Isaiah and I came across the verse and it says, I'm digging through a mountain and I'm making a new road. And you know what? That gave me so much peace for me to say, I think the Holy Spirit used that scripture to tell me, have more patience. God is working on something. Exactly. Isn't a, he knows he loves us that much. Exactly. There, Jesus, um, you know, some of the things I just want to throw this out, you know, with prayer. Because you might have learned this, prayer is not um, prayer is not praying so people can see that you're holy. It tells you don't do rote prayers. Jesus said that, and don't do, you know, mm. don't. He also said don't babble like the pagans. 
right? I think you actually have a scripture there. Do you have your those scriptures? Do you have a scripture there at the oh, bottom, maybe? That well, First Thessalonians five seventeen does say though, pray without ceasing. That there is something about persistent prayer um, to keep coming to Him. If the Holy Spirit keeps saying for you to pray that, um, the last scripture on the bottom, with, uh, and then there's Matthew, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So then there's Matthew six five, and when we pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. We're saying no. There's certain ways we're supposed to pray, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's a personal relationship. That's mm-hmm. not that's not personal. That's that's like someone like that'd be like me knowing you, and because I know you, all I'm doing is saying I know Linda Penn. I know Linda Penn. Well. What does that have to do with anything? I got a relationship with you. <laughs> like, people don't need to see, you know, pe- people don't need to see that. That's Jesus left a lot of times. He went and he went alone. He went alone to the Father. Matter of fact, Jesus never, it said, never did anything without the Father. So I'm thinking to myself, if Jesus never did anything without the Father, why should I? I mean, if he was, if God was direct, I mean, if his Father was directing his whole destiny, then what, you know, why would I even think I should take a, a move without talking to him? Mm. Right? So. That's pretty interesting. It also <laughs> says in the scriptures that he only did what the father asked him to do. And he only said what they asked, what the father asked him to say. So do you think we should, could be so <laughs> in tune through prayer, understanding and the word of God through the Holy Spirit that we could be at that level as well. Everybody could be. A- I, I, Amen. I went through. I got there because of my struggle with my heart attack and going blind. But hmm. I've had many a conversations alone with the Lord, and I felt His presence, and I felt Him giving me my strategy for what I was going through. And I, it's like, oh my gosh, that really just happened, you know. So it's there. You got to trust. He loves you. He wa- He's yearning for this relationship. He's just waiting for you. Don't believe what you've heard from people. Oh, God's too busy with big things to take care of my little things. No, he wants to hear the little things and he wants to hear the big things. He wants to hear. He wants to talk to you. He just he's waiting for someone, you know, to be, you know, like Peter. He was faithful, but he was certainly wasn't perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That takes us right up to a good time to have a break, Dominic. We're going to step aside for our beautiful endorsing sponsors, and we're going to be right back because we want to talk more about the power of prayer. Don't go away. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman, Attorneys at Law. 
We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Feeling alone? Depressed? Unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes, who knows what you're going through, can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. I'm talking to Dominic Zaccaroli, and he's from Total Breakthrough. you got to check out that website. But we're talking about the power of prayer today. What a neat reminder. Thank you for bringing that as a topic. It certainly is a reminder to me, and I'm sure it's a, a reminder to our listeners out there. Yeah, I think right now would be a good time, and you just reminded me that's that's my ministry. So if you have a chance right now, if you go to totalbreakthrough.org, you can actually go on that website and fill out a prayer request because it takes action. You know, mm. you got to start there, you know, and, and if you're if you if you're someone that thinks, well, geez, I don't spend any time praying, start with praying. We'll get in. We'll get in agreement with you. And then, um, you know, as you see, see God working, but then. You're just getting, you'll get more and more comfortable as time goes along. Just uh, keep talking with him and realize he's a, he's a father. The, um, it's relational. The, our father, Jesus taught it. He said, he said, our father who art in heaven, he made it relational. And, and the Bible says Jesus is our friend. So it's, it's a relational mm. thing. We have to honor him because then it goes, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So the second part means that he is God and we need to honor him and worship him and glorify him and he deserves all the praise and worship and everything but he with that he wants us to talk to him you know he wants us to oh he to wants him. that relation he made us in his image says that says that in in genesis and stuff he made us to have a relationship with him exactly so and he he thrives with that and he draws us through his love absolutely so think about this he drew he drew peter um we, we talked about let's go back to peter because peter's a great example See, again, um, Peter was faithful. He wasn't perfect. We're all, we could be faithful, but we're not, we're, we'll never be perfect. <laughs> but we can really work toward it, right? So he, um, Peter, when he first met Jesus, he was fishing. Jesus gave him a different strategy. Now, um, Peter wasn't a follower yet. Uh, Jesus was talking to him. They were talking, and all of a sudden he told him, to, you know, uh, he's a carpenter. He's telling Peter, a professional fisherman, to throw your net again out there. And Peter does. And he catches all this fish. So for, for Peter, that was a miracle. I mean, if you're a business owner out there and you're going through a dry time, good good suggestion, not the topic, but it's good to go to Jesus and ask him for a strategy, right? So mm. the other thing is, um, so he um, he moves from there, and then he repents again, and then he starts following Jesus. There's a lot of things Peter observed. He, he, he observed the feeding of the, the fish, you know. Um, he observed Jesus doing miracles. But then um, there's a scripture here that I'll have you read, Linda. It's about when, you know, Jesus is up and down like a roller coaster. So I'm going to have Linda read a couple of these scriptures because Peter, Jesus was really honoring him. And then all of a sudden, 
in the next second, it's like it's like all of us. He's honoring us, and before you know it, he might be rebuking us. So read sure. those scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Matthew sixteen sixteen. Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is heaven. And then verse 18, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Then I'm going to skip to verse 22 because Peter takes a turn. Yeah, hold on real quick. Okay. But I just want to point something out because I didn't really mention a lot about it. But Peter, Jesus recognized that Peter actually got that information right from the Father, mm. which which is just just because I'm you know we're talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But that's great. But go ahead. Now watch okay. watch this turn. <laughs> okay. Now in verse 22. So then Peter took him him, Jesus, aside to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from me, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance. Wow. So we see Peter, like, he's he's seeing everything Jesus is doing, you know. Um, Jesus you know, really shares with them some great news. Then all of a sudden he's telling them, oh, You're a hindrance to me. Get behind me, Satan. Then Peter goes out after that. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many more stories. There's, you know, him you know, walking on water till he looks at the circumstances. But then, then he ends up, um, you know, he's faithful, but he literally betrays Jesus three times when the rooster crows. Everybody knows that story three times. So he betrays him. But then, you know, Jesus, um, you know, there's the promise of the Holy Spirit. Jesus um, comes back after the resurrection, and he literally... Um, another miracle of the fish. He shows him again, and he goes through that whole story, do you love me? But So think of Peter's life, I mean, and that's kind of like our life. Like sometimes we're we're right on, and sometimes we do things where Jesus is going, what are you doing? And, you know, uh, you know, you, so, you know, he'll rebuke us, and then, you know, we, we might even seem like we're betraying him by our actions, but Jesus loves us so much that he came back, he blessed Peter again, he promised him the Holy Spirit, and then, when the Holy Spirit came, Jesus went from, you know, being rebuked and uh, being a betrayal to someone that when the Holy Spirit came upon him, 3,000 people decided to follow Jesus that day. And he was very serious. Jesus was very serious when he asked him three times, do you love me? Because he wanted him not to have the brotherly love or just the surface love. But what he was asking, do you have the sacrificial love, agape love, that you'll pay a price for mm. me. And Peter said yes. And that's when God knew through for Jesus he could use Peter, and he used him profoundly Exactly. at so, the end. So exactly. Yes. So if you're on this call and you're starting up like I don't even pray, you can believe it or not, God will, he will quicken you. If, if you're faithful, he can quicken you. I mean, it was, that was a three-year journey. So three years, not a long time. He can quicken anybody to go out from being someone that was rough around the edges before he, he decided to follow Jesus to someone that now is committing his love to him. And he actually, he actually, you know, he died that way. But then he, he not only does he, those people um, come, but then after that, right after that, he goes, him and, um, uh, it was a Peter, and I'm going to say it was John, I might be wrong. They were going into the synagogue. Mm-hmm. It was James or John. I can't remember which one. But they were going to the synagogue, and there's there's somebody crippled there and looking for money. But 
Jesus says, silver and gold I do not have, but in the name of Jesus. That's how much the relationship was. And the guy, the guy got up. He was healed. So he went from there. But after that, the Pharisees told him, you can't use the name of Jesus. And he boldly continued to do it. Like, that's what happens when you have the Holy Spirit upon you. You, you say, you know, I got that, but I'm, I'm not, I'm boldly going to confess Jesus as my personal Savior. And that happens once you make this decision to follow Jesus, you get that Holy Spirit that'll take you places that you probably never thought you were going to go. <laughs> the scripture tells us to end our prayers in the name of Jesus, because that's where the power is. Exactly. That's where the power is. And that's what we're talking about, the power of prayer through Jesus Christ. What would you like to tell our listeners? We have two minutes left. Dominic? Um, well, I, I think I want to tell you, uh, there was a story real quick, and, and I'll tell it real quick just to give you this. That if you're, if you're broken... If you are someone out there that feels imprisoned, um, if you feel like there's no way out, if you feel like mm-hmm. you're you're guarded, if you feel like um, you know nobody's listening to you, um, if you didn't, you know, if you're moving in this relationship, um, that happened to Peter too. He got thrown in jail, and uh, the church prayed, and he actually, he actually, um, because the church prayed, and they were all believers that were that were having a conversation with Jesus, uh, and you know, for Peter's sake. And he ended up um, coming through the shackles, walked right by the guards, walked out of that prison. So if you're someone right now that no matter what you're going through, you could be assured that you don't have to be perfect. You just got to move toward being faithful by having a relationship with him and and, and spending time with him. And then when you ask, when you ask that your shackles will come off, right? Yes, your shackles will come off. And that's why we want you to go to TotalBreakthrough.org and start by sharing a prayer request, prayer that you need answered with people at Total Breakthrough in the beginning of calling on God, calling on the church, calling on a personal relationship, and even inquire more how you can know Jesus and have the power of prayer in your own life. Thank you, Dominic. God bless. Isn't this beautiful? Yes. Jesus loves you. That's right. (laughs) Totalbreakthrough.org. Hey, we'll see you next week. This has been Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.